Hello and welcome to Profits and Loopholes. I'm here with Nate Neidegger. My name is Paul and we're going to be discussing the child tax credit and the advanced payment of the child tax credit today. So I want to kick this off kind of with this idea of the something I've heard for a long time about there's only two things certain in life and that's death and taxes. And I feel like if there's anything that is uncertain, it's been taxation law. Over the past, say, five to 10 years, there seem to have been major tax law changes nearly every year. And we certainly didn't see a short of that over these last two COVID years. Particularly as it applies to the child tax credit. Uh, a few years ago, the child tax credit started out for those dependents that are under the age of 17, or in other words, 16 years and younger. We were given a $1,000 tax credit that can be applied to our tax and be refunded if our tax was less than the amount of the tax credit. And that 1000 was applied per child. And then they changed it and it went up to 2000 per child. And with the acts that were passed in 2021, the provision changed the child tax rate to raise it again temporarily up to $3,000 per child, unless your child was like five years of age and younger. And then we kind of got this little $600 bonus per child, so it was $3,600. Big changes that they made in that act. And so not only did they change those amounts, uh, they also changed the, the qualifying age. So, so previously, in the year your dependent turned 17, you were no longer eligible for that credit. That changed. So now 17-year-olds are eligible for the child tax credit under the new law. In addition to that, they've also made an advanced child tax credit. So, so people are receiving this child tax credit as monthly payments in advance. So it's not just a tax return thing that you talk to your tax guy at the end of the year, which is, is something new that we're going to have to be reconciling on tax returns at the end of the year. You know, in January, they're going to be issuing some letters to taxpayers. We're hoping that it's a very obvious form and that they'll capture that and, and be sure to bring that in because we'll need to reconcile those credits and make sure everybody got the right amount of credits. Um, but there's a lot of complicating factors in that. I mean, divorce is one that comes up frequently. I mean, Paul, tell us a little bit about those complications as far as claiming those, these credits and divorce situations or other tricky spots. Sure. You know, that child tax credit is so closely associated, and it, well, it's directly associated with the claiming of the dependency, what we used to know as the dependency exemption. Um, I mean, we kind of still use that terminology, even though there's not an exemption per se. But the child tax credit is tied to the claim, this idea of claiming a child. And so if we don't claim the child, uh, we don't get the child tax credit. And of course, shared custody issues become problematic because we've got these legal divorce decrees that govern which parent gets to claim the child. And sometimes those decrees allow for a buyout provision that kind of opens the window to negotiation between uh, ex-spouses. And so there's some, there's some uncertainty about who's going to get what and the timing. Uh, I know the IRS started making these advance payments. They, they provided a method of electing out, but it was quite problematic because at the time that we're recording this, it's December of 2021. You know, if you were getting an advanced child tax payment, you have already received it for six months by now. And so electing out of it is not really going to accomplish anything. Early on in, say, July of 2021, when taxpayers were 
wanting to elect out of it for maybe income reasons or some other ineligibility or one of these shared custody issues where they claimed the child in 2020, but they knew they were not going to claim a child or two in 2021, they could elect out. And what was not foreseen was that the Internal Revenue Service required both spouses uh, on a jointly filed return to actually elect out. So if only one spouse elected out, the IRS still sent the advanced child tax payment. And so it, it can be quite, quite problematic, and I think there's going to be some taxpayers that when it comes time to file the tax returns and perform the reconciliation that's required, uh, there might be some surprise taxpayers that was receiving this uh, advance payment, but they might find themselves with either a lower refund or even having to repay it back. Yeah, I, I worry particularly about that divorce situation that you mentioned where you know, a lot of times those divorce decrees have you claim every other year, right? So like I claim a, a dependent one year and then my ex claims the same dependent the next year. Well, when the IRS is looking at our returns, you know, they think I'm going to claim the same dependent in the, the second year, and I'm not because it's the ex-spouse's turn to claim the dependent. And so I'm a little bit nervous that we're going to catch some taxpayers off guard. Yeah. There's been a, a common I, uh, idea or thought process about this that they would actually be getting less. So there's been some, some talk or some news that taxpayers have heard about the advance of that tax credit and that they might have to pay it back or they might not get as much in the end. And I do want to just clarify that prior to 2021, the child tax credit was $2,000. For 2021, it's $3,000. So the tax credit is, is definitely better by 50%. Right. The IRS has just selected to give us half of that or, or you know, for one child, $1,500 over this six-month period from July to December of 2021. But when we file that tax return, we'll claim a $3,000 or $3,000 credit that we are legally due. We'll claim the amount that we had already received, which would be $1,500 in, in a very simple scenario. And then the remainder that is has been unreceived will get as a credit on our tax return. So I just want to make sure everybody understands like you still are getting that $3,000 child tax credit per child, just not getting it all at the same time. Right. And so it feels like you're getting less because you think 2000, but the tax return or you think 3000, but the tax return is actually going to show a net of 1500 or whatever that reconciled amount is. Yeah. And I've talked to a lot of taxpayers who are nervous about, you know, that very same thing. And it's just a conversation we're going to have to have with, with taxpayers. Well, it certainly never shocks me, you know, how frequently we change our tax code. Uh, and, and tax code is always changing. So, in fact, these things that we've been talking about with the advanced child tax credit, our government is, our senators and our congressmen and women are, continue to talk about extending those things. And so we have to keep an eye on future legislation so that these credits could be extended into the future. We hope you've enjoyed our podcast today. If you have additional questions or would like some help reconciling these credits or, or applying to your specific scenario, please don't hesitate to reach out to us.